Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton. We're going to talk today with executive editor Fred Barnes of the Weekly Standard about today's shooting, the attack by a gunman on a group of Republican lawmakers who were practicing for a baseball game that's to happen tomorrow evening. Um, House Majority Whip Steve Scalise was wounded. Zach Barth, an aide to Rep, uh, Representative Roger Williams of Texas, was shot. Matt Micah, a lobbyist for Tyson Foods, was shot. And um, there were two Capitol Hill special agents, one of whom, Crystal Griner, was shot uh, as she responded. As And uh, David Bailey was the other officer who immediately responded. Fred Barnes, it seems as though if it weren't for those Capitol Hill police officers uh, on hand, this would have been a massacre. The ball players, who were all Republican members of Congress, and some of them were aides, were completely helpless. They tried to hide in the dugout as the assailant was wandering around the ball field and went to home plate and so on. Uh, If there had not been the security detail of uh, Congressman Scalise to fire back at him, uh, the uh, senators, House members, chairman uh, would have all been killed. I mean, this guy did fire. uh, The estimates range from 50 to 100 shots. A lot of people could have been killed otherwise. So are you shocked by this or are you surprised that this kind of thing doesn't happen more often? Well, it does happen more often (laughs) than it used to. Uh, And I guess I I guess we're all uh, have become so inured uh, to this kind of violence. Uh, a crazy person, seemingly, uh, involved in politics, but uh, uh, I'm not blaming that uh, on him. He was uh, he had worked for the Bernie Sanders campaign as a volunteer, uh, and uh, and Sen- and Senator Sanders, to his uh, to his credit, acknowledged that and condemned the shooting, of course, but wasn't trying to hide it. Uh, but. Now, he, it wasn't just that he was a supporter of Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and had volunteered on his campaign. Yeah. If you go to Facebook, and I, I wonder what reporters used to do mm-hmm. before social media to sort of figure out what a mad gunman was, yeah. was up to. But uh, in this case, he's someone whose Facebook postings include posting that Trump is a traitor. Trump has destroyed our democracy. It's time to destroy Trump and company was a a member of an online uh, Facebook group called Terminate Republicans. Um, Well, that sounds awfully threatening, no question about that. uh, I'm surprised uh, that Facebook hasn't scraped that away. I thought they were trying to eliminate that kind of speech. It wasn't very good. I'll tell you all day what I've been waiting for is uh, is members of the American left and Democrats to blame one person for this shooting, and that's President Trump. Uh, oh, I can I can hear him now, and it, 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 except I haven't heard them uh, saying, well, he angered. Uh, he's been such a terrible president and such a horrible guy that he's angered all these people. No wonder they're shooting. Instead, we've got from, for example, Gabrielle Gifford, who mm-hmm. herself was the object of a, of a mad gunman back in 2011 mm-hmm. um, and survived, was very gravely uh, wounded. Um, she said, this shooting is an attack on all who serve and all who participate in our democracy, a really um, you know, simple but mm-hmm. powerful statement. Mm-hmm. Do you if you think- remember what happened after that shooting, uh, the, uh, the shooting of Gabby Giffords, and that is uh, the, the media, the left wing, 
uh, blamed the right. They blamed the right. Oh, it was Sarah Palin. She had had something on her website that showed a target on Democrats and there were other things. They, and, and, and I mean, wrote some scurrilous stuff saying it was the hate speech and the hate writing of conservatives that that caused this. Then it turned out, of course, that the shooter was someone, a completely deranged young man uh, with no political leanings at all. So does the the fact of this attack change the tenor in Washington at all, this sort of hypercharged partisanship that we've had? Well, it should, and I think maybe it will for a short period of time. But, uh, you know, feelings are so strong, uh, particularly uh, among people, uh, the anti-Trump people, and, you know, the media has, uh, has in, in some cases, sort of disguised the intensity of, of this opposition uh, to President Trump, uh, where you have people described as protesters uh, when they are, are violent, so-called anti-fascist people wearing ski masks and smashing windows and, and attacking other people. Uh, those are not just protesters. Yeah, and Iowa, Iowa Republican Steve King, mm-hmm. um, he pointed to that. He went to the crime scene, and uh, when he was there, he said, America has been divided, and the center of America is disappearing, and the violence is appearing in the streets, and it's coming from the left. Uh, well, I, I, I think right now it is coming from the left, uh, but uh, that most of it uh, involves – well, what have we seen? Uh, we've seen – We've we've seen this guy who who died. Obviously, he was shot uh, by either the Capitol Police or or uh, well, the Capitol Police. Would Fairfax, have been or rather, Alexandria uh, Police uh, also responded. They responded a little later. I mean, they they claimed to have been there in three minutes. That's pretty quick, uh, actually. But uh, when you have a guy just firing uh, like crazy, uh, as we said, a lot of people uh, could have been killed. You know, I, some people, and uh, I wasn't at all surprised that Governor Terry McAuliffe of Virginia naturally blamed it partly on, on gun control or the lack of gun control. It's Republicans' it, fault. <laughs> well, that was – Is that the say subtext? That ex- he, that's the subtext. He didn't say that explicitly, but, uh, uh, but that is uh, – that was certainly the subtext. You know, why politicize – uh, something like this, uh, and yet it's uh, it's normally the left that, that tries to do that, and conservatives uh, are sucked into it sometimes as well, but they shouldn't be. Fred Barnes, executive editor of the Weekly Standard, thanks for joining us on the Daily Standard podcast. I enjoyed it. <laughs>